got some good news for you. Hey, everybody, gather near. The doctor's in the house, so lend him your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is in the house. Good afternoon, everyone. Dr. Ron here, host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. This program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. Thank you, Feedspot, again, for listing us in the top 50 podcasts on the web. And ladies and gentlemen, I do welcome you today with an attitude of gratitude. And I am very grateful here in Southwest Florida that we just had some rain and very little damage. So I have a lot to be grateful for today. And as I've been telling you, grateful people are happier, less depressed, less stressed, more satisfied with their lives and with their relationships. And as I tell you, logic and imagination, more important now than ever, because we're being gaslighted and brainwashed by the mainstream media and and the Zuckerbergs and the Bezoses and the rest of the media who who thinks that they are the only ones that know science and everybody else has has to be silenced. So there cannot be a discussion of uh, science. So thank you for your feedback on the EMF show. Uh, appreciate that. And thank you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, for the feedback on the allergy show, uh, which prompts me to uh, talk a little bit today about why we shouldn't be killing ourselves with allergy treatments. And um, thank you, Destiny, for uh, telling me about this. So what do we have? What 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 do we have on this subject? Well, new research is warning about the possible link between very common allergy medications and guess what? Dementia. And we'll have other uh, research that I saw that we'll be talking about shrinking brains. So Dr. Max Gomez reported that the, that the long-term use of antihistamine drugs in known as 
diphenylhydramine. You will know it as Benadryl. It's a over-the-counter. It's included in many over-the-counter medications for colds and allergies, and it can do irreparable harm. It can cause drowsiness. It, that's why it's in some popular sleep aids, Tylenol PM, Advil PM, and ZZZ Quill, diphenhydramine, ladies and gentlemen, Benadryl in sleeping medications to be used only very rarely and never for the long term. Dr. Summer, an, an expert in anticholinergic drugs, said her recent findings found that older adults who took these anticholinergics continuously for years perform far worse on tests to measure short-term memory, verbal reasoning, planning, as well as problem solving. PET scans, you know, a very sophisticated form of a of an x-ray revealed their brains were less active and MRI scans showed their brains had shrunk. How good can that be? And you and we always thought that if you stop anticholinergic drugs, all of these functions that you lost would come back. But now, after these studies, they are not so sure, said Dr. Summer. And they're worried that this may lead or hasten to the onset of dementia. Okay, it's not proven. It is not proven yet, but this is a, an indication. This is the canary in the coal mine. The labels on these drugs, believe it or not, say people should only use them occasionally and for no more than two weeks. And anticholinergic drugs are not just allergy drugs. That just led me to investigate further. There are tricyclic antidepressant medications, medications for irritable bowel syndrome, and medications for overactive bladder. Diphenhydramine is a you know popular over-the-counter medication. So is chlorpheniramine. Popular, easy to get a hold of. And everybody knows the, the, the tricyclic antidepressants. We're not really going to talk about them, but they do have anticholinergic effects. Irritable bowel syndrome, like Bentol been around forever, but it can cause awful effects. You know, and there's a drug that they advertise on television, for television, Ditropan, for overactive bladder. Well, it could do you in. It could be really, really hurtful. So I wanted to bring this to your attention, and, and, and then I'll, there's one particular I will talk about, but you know, these drugs are really making, especially seniors sick. You know, they, they can't tolerate a lot of drugs anyway, and they're on too many, too many medications to start with. But there be, you know, be under statins, of course, they are, the, which is the most abused drug. There's, there's, there's some of the most commonly used ones. 
because they can be had by a prescription and they can be had over the counter. Some people even use them for pain. And now, because of this and other research, it's been, been called dementia in a bottle, brain shrinkage. You know, we all know about the George Costanza shrinkage. Well, that's bad enough, but you don't want your brain shrinking. Another study out of Indiana University Center for Aging Research looked at what researchers called anticholinergic burden. That means how many of these kinds of drugs can you take? The bigger the burden, the more chance of your ending up, guess where? In the emergency room, seniors. Some of the ones with the stronger effect are the sleeping pills and, of course, the over-the-counter antihistamines. Just taking one of these drugs, just one of them, can up your risk of being admitted to the hospital by 33%. And some of the ones that are considered weaker still increase your odds of landing in the hospital by 10% if you take them every day. They do block an important brain chemical. And this chemical has to do with memory. So it's no surprise that researchers found that people who take this type of medication for prolonged periods of time have a higher risk of dementia. You know, these researchers found that just taking them regularly for two months would cause, was enough to cause cognitive impairment. That means it would impair your thinking. And they've been studying, studying this class of drugs at Indiana University for a decade, 10 years. Shrinking brain. And remember, it is just not allergy medications. It's the Ditropan, the Atarax, the Chlortrimeton, Tylenol PM, Advil PM, Dramamine. The good old Dramamine, okay? If you take it once in a while for motion sickness, okay, not a, you're not going to have a problem. But you take it every day for two months, you're going to have cognitive impairment according to this study. And there's dozens of drugs that fall into the category of anticholinergics. So, you know, you could see why seniors especially that go to multiple doctors can, can, can take two or more of these the, of drugs that contain this, uh, this type of uh, pharmacologic. So, you know, people always report, don't you? As you get older, you hear it. I'm forgetful. I'm confused. I'm a bit fuzzy. Yeah, maybe it's because they're on this type of medication. There was a woman who told a consumer group that after taking Ditropan for an overactive bladder for four years, she would arrive at work and have no memory of how she got there. And other women are reporting how they are forgetting how to use common everyday objects. 
And please don't go cold turkey on stopping these, especially antidepressants. They have to be discontinued very slowly. Okay, that's my, my, that's why we're doing this program today. Just to let you know, you know, you have allergies, but the treatment might be worse than the sneezing. And of course, some, some looks like every spring and summer, the allergies last longer and some are somewhat unbearable. I'm sure CVS and, and allergy doctors just love this type of weather. But gosh, when you think that these type of medications can shrink your brain, you know, which you know, I just, I wouldn't advise any of my friends or relatives to take these medications unless it was absolutely necessary. Just remember, just for a couple of months, it can impair your ability to think and remember things. Indiana University, a large study. I mean, they looked at over 450 brain scans. And the ones that took the anticholinergic drugs had smaller brains. Size matters. A bigger brain is better than a smaller brain. And you know what? Brain shrinkage is a classic early warning sign of Alzheimer's. Okay, this is, is this making sense to you? I hope so. Allergy drugs, brain shrinkage, Alzheimer's. Now there's one drug you should be really conscious about. It's called Zyrtec. The drug really works, but there's a dark side to it. And I haven't heard this side of it on any commercials. You know why? Because it's really risky if you've been taking it for a while to stop it. Because once you're on Zyrtec, you may never, ever be able to get off of it. This reaction has been described like a mosquito bite that covers your entire body. Others reported that their hands and feet felt like they were on fire no matter what they tried for relief. All when they attempted to stop taking Zyrtec. That's right, Zyrtec. Probably one of the best-selling allergy drugs that your doctor may tell you to take for itching. Hundreds have sent in reports to the People's Pharmacy and other websites telling their stories about the relentless itching, burning, and hives that can appear all over your body when you try to quit using this drug. It seems that most doctors don't know about these horrible withdrawal symptoms from Zyrtec and other drugs that contain the ingredient citrazine. And you're not going to hear about from our, our FDA. One woman tells how she stopped taking the drug after three years because she was going for allergy testing. Soon afterwards, her entire body started itching so horribly that she had to go to the ER. And that's when she took a Zyrtec by accident. And within 10 minutes, all the symptoms went away. 
Since then, she has told that she tried at least 10 times to quit the drug with no success. The itching simply got worse each time. Another user told of trying to get off of it many times, but the horrible skin itching burned so badly that she had to start taking it again. The People's Pharmacy, that's a, that's a website, it's capital P-E-O-P-L-E and capital P-H-A-R-M-A-C-Y. They notified the FDA of these reports four years ago. But it said, quote, there is still nothing in the medical literature or prescribing information about withdrawal symptoms, unquote. And I would, you know, haven't been actively practicing. I would suspect that the medical community is indifferent about this report. There is some good news, though. I mean, uh, if you call it good news, if you can tough it out, for a few, for several weeks, these symptoms more than likely will go away. So while I'm at it, what could you do in place of allergy? Did you ever hear of Butterbur? B-U-T-T-E-R-B-U-R? Believe it or not, it's one of the most well-researched and highly regarded supplements for allergy relief. A Swiss study found it was just as effective as taking an antihistamine for hay fever, and guess what? You did not get drowsy. There's a supplement called grapeseed extract and quercetin, and everyone knows about quercetin. I hope you're still all taking it for this so-called scamdemic. And the, the quercetin and grapeseed extract on their own are good, but more powerful when used with vitamin C. Now, a physician from Columbia University College of Physicians and Surgeons, Dr. Dillard, says that quercetin can, quote, contain the release of histamine and other chemicals that initiate the allergic response, unquote. In other words, it's, a, it's an allergy pill, quercetin. Now, not everybody can do this, but hot and spicy foods can thin that mucus and help you clear your nasal passages and throat. We've talked about saltwater nasal sprays, uh, open up your sinuses using a uh, neti pot and using colloidal silver. All things that you can do as you're trying to get off of Zyrtec or trying not to use a pharmacological agent. If you're going to want to get off of Zyrtec, it really would be good for you to see your healthcare provider and work with him and getting off of it slowly, day by day. And while you're taking adequate amounts of vitamin C and quercetin, and maybe hot showers to give you some relief. But there's no warnings on the package inserts from the FDA. So, you know, a lot of physicians don't even know this occurs. about the withdrawal syndrome from from um, Zyrtec, how it can make you itch. So now that's not bad enough, but then we go back that we have these senior moments that can occur from these anticholinergic drugs. So maybe some of these senior moments really aren't 
the beginning of Alzheimer's or dementia, maybe it is anticholinergic and maybe they should be stopped when they're, they, things can be reversed. So if you just remember, if you take these continuous, continuously for two months, same as 60 days, right? You're, you're going to have cognitive impairment. So you might want to check your medicine cabinet. Okay, see if you see diphenhydramine. And if you haven't seen your moments, maybe it's the it's medication induced. It has nothing to do with your age or your mental acuity. Go on, go on the internet and just search anticholinergics to see if any of your medications are fall into that category. So this does, I want to just make one point here though. Anticholinergic is not anti-inflammatory. That's a different class of drugs. Okay. But generally, if it begins with the word anti, is it should be a red flag, like antidepressants, antihistamines, antihypertensive, and other anti-drugs, except for anti-inflammatories. Okay, not in the same class and causing the same problems. And here's one that I, I don't hear anybody talking about it, but it's been reported on Medscape. That should be a, a, a website that physicians uh, read. But there's a drug called hydroxyzine. You might know it as Atarax or Vestoril. And it's used for allergies, itching skin, sleep disorders, even anxiety. And it's been given to patients before surgery to calm them down. And some people also use it to control nausea. And it's been called the first generation of antihistamines, along with that diphenhydramine. But guess what? There's a report out that physicians should take certain precautions when they prescribe this type of drug to minimize the drug's risk for potentially fatal heart arrhythmias. First reported by the European Medicine Agency, EMA. A small but definite risk to change the EKG, which can trigger ventricular fibrillation, VFib, And they recommend only prescribing this drug, Atarax or Vistaril, at the lowest possible dosage for the shortest possible time. Don't give it to patients that have known risk factors for heart arrhythmias. Maximum daily dose should not exceed 100 milligrams in adults and 2 milligrams per kilo in children and not recommended for the elderly, unless it's unavoidable. It's a drug that's been, been around for a long time, okay? 
And as we talk about, a lot of AFib out there, isn't there? A lot of people complaining of uh, heart arrhythmias and getting pacemakers, you know, in in combination with our lifestyle, our 24-7 exposure to electromagnetic fields and the the drugs that we're, we're bombarded with. It's hard to find anybody that's not on three or more medications. So this brain shrinkers I'm talking to you about was studied with objective tests like MRIs and PET scans. And these studies have been published in JAMA of Neurology, the Journal of the American Medical Association Neurology. And another study that was published there was had 402 patients, average age 73 years. These anticholinergic drugs showed a significant effect on their brain structure. Impaired cognition with these medications were, was the finding. Impaired cognition. So you have to work with your healthcare provider to look for good alternatives if there are some. If there's not, you may be stuck taking these, but but you should be monitored. And your healthcare provider should should know about the cognitive effects of this type of medications on you. If possible, you really should avoid them because they affect your brain and not in a good way. Your brain shrinks and you lose your ability to think. So I'm sure and I hope this, uh, there are future studies to, that will be done with this group of anticholinergic drugs. Because how many people are, are told they have dementia or Alzheimer's and maybe they've been on these drugs? And remember, not just allergy drugs, although that's that's what prompted this discussion today. It's also antidepressants, bladder, anti-Parkinson drugs, and epilepsy drugs. So your healthcare provider always has to be, to balance the risks and the rewards to see if you should be taking these medications. So just really got my attention when the young woman told me she's been, she stopped taking the medications based on a previous podcast of mine. And, and, and she, uh, again, used her own logic to go ahead and stop these drugs with, because of her young age, it wouldn't be long where she would take them over two months or a year and, you know, make she could be on her way to dementia. The use of anticholinergic medications is linked with an increased risk of dementia as many as 20 years before any diagnosis of cognitive impairment. This is a study in the British Medical Journey. 
British Journey, British Medical Journal, BMJ. Cognitive impairment, article after article now that I that I'm finding. And it was a large study, large enough to evaluate the long-term effects. 40,770 older adults, 27 million prescriptions. I mean, a huge study. So please be careful. Try a non-drug option. Find a healthcare provider that will work with you. And if you know someone that's having a cognitive impairment, you know, maybe uh, you can help them out by maybe uh, telling them that you heard this on a podcast, that anticholinergic medications can shrink your brain. And with other things, especially your brain, size matters. All right, so that's what I wanted to get through to you today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, on Saturday, we had a, a, a caller uh, Tuesday wanting to talk about uh, frequencies. He mentioned 432 hertz. Well, I'm going to have on Saturday a live podcast with Dr. Jerry Smith. And we're going to talk about the different frequencies, 432, uh, the Schumann frequency, 7.81, uh, the DNA frequencies of 380 uh, to give you an idea of how maybe the future is healing with energy and healing with frequencies. And I think this, although this was popular years and years ago, I think people are starting to seek inner peace and better living without medications. And a lot of people don't know that energy healing can be traced back to ancient times. Okay, and there's, you know, the Qigong quantum energy, crystal healing, Reiki, Reiki. Uh, well, we'll be talking about uh, frequency medication and frequency healing this, this Saturday. And then next Tuesday, if everything goes as planned, we'll have uh, Professor Peskin talking about Parent essential oils, what you need to know about lipids. Because as he has stated quite eloquently, marine lipids are antifreeze for deep water fish. And as soon as that gets up to room temperature, they start to get rancid already. That's why there has never been a study showing any benefit from taking marine lipids, even the ones that are costing thousands of dollars and have to be injected once a month. Because they're, they're giving you pharmacological doses of oxidized fats. So we'll let the, the expert talk about that. So I want to thank everybody for listening and tuning in. And this is my little spiel on, uh, medications. Uh, thank Lauren. Thank Dr. Dr. T for uh, listening in. And we'll replay this again at four and uh, we will see you on Tuesday.
Thank you, everybody. Have a great rest of the day. By the way, you can, all these uh, podcasts are on Podbean. They're on uh, Alexa. They're Spotify, Stitcher, whatever. Uh, you can find uh, Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored. So this is Dr. Ron saying, see you next time. Hey, everybody, Dr. Ron is finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you I'm sure he can tell you just what to do The doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house So if you have a pain Call the doctor If you have a strain Call the doctor let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house See you next week